words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Tonight's service is a journey from darkness to light. As we retell the stories of God's saving acts, we are, right now, in the service anyway, still in darkness. The new light is yet to come. And so, here in the darkness, I imagine that we will keep vigil with the disciples. While we are, you know, already celebrating, their night was spent still in despair, hiding in terror from the Romans and the temple guards. They didn't know that the story was not yet over. They knew only that the Romans had won. And I imagine that they too were remembering God's mighty acts of salvation in the past, but in a different way than we are this evening, in a different tone of voice, trying to make sense of what had happened in light of all that they had been expecting that weekend. If God told Noah what was coming so that he could be saved from the flood, why didn't Jesus, why didn't God keep Jesus out of danger? If God raised up Moses and led the people out of Egypt into freedom, why didn't Jesus lead us into freedom? If Moses and the people of Israel were killed by Pharaoh, why was Jesus killed by the Romans? They were first-hand witnesses to God's mighty acts that weekend. And even as first-hand witnesses, they could not see, they couldn't yet comprehend. Jesus' work on the cross is complete along with all that that means, but as of yet, it is still unintelligible to even his closest followers. This night is my favorite night of the year, and it's good to be here with you, faithful remnant after all of these days, and you, faithful remnant after all of these days. It's my favorite night because I think that most of the Christian life we live on this night, Holy Saturday. God has acted. God is acting. God has already triumphed, but there's a gap here, a gap between when God acts and when we finally understand. Even when God acts right in front of our very eyes, that doesn't mean that we can understand it. Even when we see it, that doesn't mean that we can so easily believe it. The big story tonight isn't just that God raised Jesus, sorry, the big story isn't just that Jesus did something on our behalf, something that we could never do alone. The big story tonight is that Jesus was raised by God so that we 
could see and understand. Because God doesn't just want to do these things for us and leave us passive recipients of the story of salvation. God wants to transform our hearts and have us become participants, active participants in the redeeming of the world. Jesus wants us not only to receive, but to see, to perceive and understand. And then when understanding dawns at last and our hearts burst open with joy, the Holy Spirit wants to equip us as disciples. And that's the rest of the story of Easter. Tonight we retell these stories of God's mighty acts, not because God will do the same things again, not because our part will be the same as that of Noah or Moses or Peter or Mary. God doesn't fight the last war. God is always doing something new. Rather, we read these stories to remember. We tell these stories again and again, generation to generation, on nights just like this one. Because these stories remind us that God is at work. They remind us to look around ourselves for God acting here. They remind us to search our hearts for God's offer of transformation in here. They remind us to ask, how can I be part of your work, God, right here? In our service tonight, we retell these stories in the darkness before the new fire is lit, keeping watch with the disciples in the darkest part of their story and sometimes when we are at the darkest parts of our own stories we retell these stories with a question mark and that's okay but let us remember the stories nonetheless for this remembering it is a performance of hope a hope we keep performing even at our darkest times so that we do not forget that God is at work and one day we will look back and see God here in ways that right now are veiled from our eyes. That is always happening. God is always ha acting and there is always a gap where we don't yet understand. The stories we have already read tonight are stories of God's mighty acts of salvation. They meet us in the darkness. The light of understanding has not yet come, but it is coming soon. Joy comes with the dawn, and then all will know before we even recognized it our God has been at work redeeming the world in love. That is the joy that awaits the disciples as the morning comes. Like them, when understanding dawns for us at last,
and our hearts burst open with joy, let us say yes to God's invitation and take our place as participants in the great story of salvation. Amen.